hey, uh, is your Frieza not being a good senpai? Please reform schools. Listen, Alex needs to come back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. It's so good to be brunch drunk in the anime room. And Alex Patak. Hello, I'm your senpai now. <laughs> That's right. In case the uh, the beginning bit didn't fully spell this out for you, Alex is back, but not here. <laughs> We listen. It's not. It's a. It's a couple of things at play. First of all, he's he's doing comedy. So right on, man. Make yeah. that laughter, that clapter money. But also, it's Saturday, not our regular time. So that's fine. Yeah, there's a. Maybe I forgot we were recording and went to brunch. <laughs> okay. So who knows? Who knows? All kinds of factors at play here. Anyways, our guest this week is comedian, writer, hard timer, David Tyler. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's great. We're happy to have you, 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 you big goofball. <laughs> I like how this podcast's theme has started to be tall men only. <laughs> the bigger, the gentler, the giant, the better. Get these tall boys drunk and make them wrestle in a small... Room, <laughs> bring him on down. I don't know if we've ever really talked about it on the on the pod officially, but Alex has a tendency to when he gets drunk, uh, just wrestle whoever is nearby. Hell yeah! And like not just like fun, like <laughs> boys sure. at play wrestling, yeah, like yeah. Olympic style wrestling. <laughs> just like won't start until you're in the proper starting position. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Our knees on the ground. I need to put my arms around you like this. <laughs> yes, exactly yeah, like yeah. that. Um, so, David. Yes. We like to start the podcast off by talking to our guest about Dragon Ball. Ooh. And anime. Yes. And what your experience with them are. My experience with Dragon Ball. <laughs> I don't know why this is so procedural right now. <laughs> I think because we're all in a, a, a zone. I know. I'm. St- Jeremy's still hungover. I know. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I'm allowed to talk about who we drank with, but we drank with somebody, and I'm still hungover. Jared Kushner. <laughs> We're like, happy Passover, my man. Come on, Come down. down. Hang out, Kush bomb. Come on. Come get passed over with your boys. <laughs> oh, what a dumb bit. Anyways, uh, tell us about anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I ha- I've got the same... Like Dragon Ball story that everyone does. In fourth grade, I got into it on Toonami. I was actually bullied for not being into Dragon Ball enough. Oh my God. Like, I really liked it. I love the AMVs. I was a big Power Man 5000, Dragon Ball Z. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to us talk talk to uh, Spider? No, I don't think so. We, on our other podcast, we got to talk to Spider One from Power Man 5000. (laughs) Did you ask him about that AMV? No. No. We didn't ask him a lot of things. We didn't bring up Rob Zombie once. I know. It's crazy. Wow. Uh, no, we made fun of him on the show once, and then he commented on YouTube, like, you guys are wrong about a lot of stuff. And then we invited him on the show, and he actually did it. 
was he like a good sport? Was he was it? he was very nice. Yeah, 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 we had a fun time with him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you're you're watching AMVs. You're into yeah. you're into Dragon Ball. T- tell me about this bullying. So, well, what happened was my friends would like memorize like all of the power levels and mm. stuff. And uh, my buddy had a had a tail that he made that he wore at school. Oh no! To be a Saiyan. <laughs> Went to a private Christian school with a uniform, and somehow he got away with wearing a tail. I think at that point they're like, the only Jesus can help him now. It's it's an Airbud situation, you know. (laughs) There's nothing in the rule books that says a weird boy can't wear a tail. But he was like the coolest kid in our friend group, the one Mm. with the tail. Uh, Were you guys collectively nerds, or was it so Christian that no one had a real metric on that yet? It was extremely no one had a real metric on that yet. Because I, too, wore a lot of accoutrement, and I was very clearly bullied. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it was like there were like 30 kids in our grade. It was a small school, so like... Really, anyone who had any kind of confidence would just like be at the top of the pack immediately. Yeah. So it's just like he was the tail kid, but like, but that was fine. Yeah, he wouldn't back down from that, right? And yeah. you and your friends are all gathered around, just like, where do I get a tail? <laughs> God damn it, I want to be an Ozaru. <laughs> damn, I definitely like. I have a memory of like asking my parents if I could wear a tail to school, and they just <laughs> laughed in my face. Could you imagine if I met that kid during my cat ears phase? Oh my god, we would have yeah. been like oh, a man. bizarre power duo. Be like, we need to fuck. And join allyship and combine our warrior powers. <laughs> but so you weren't into it as much as Tail Kid was. Like I watched it every day. I just didn't like really understand a lot of what was going on. Uh-huh. So I remember I remember two things. One was being made fun of for like not knowing Piccolo's power level in one of the sagas. Mm-hmm. And like my friend had it, my other friend had it like written out on this piece of notebook paper. It was like a it was like a spreadsheet where it was like the characters on the left hand side and then like per per saga what their power levels were. Yeah. And he was like, well what was Piccolo's power level in the Cell saga? And I was like, I don't know and I guess he's like, Dummy it's zero. He was stoned the entire time. <laughs> Dude, this shows you, I have advocated for this a little bit on the show, but I think nerd culture has to die because if you give one of these people even a smidgen of power, they just go fucking crazy bullying people with spreadsheets. Tell me once y'all were like 17, that dude was thrown to a locker. Otherwise, he has too much confidence. I really feel like some people need to be bullied a little bit. Otherwise, you are an adult dressed as a pirate. When I am just trying to get drunk and singing karaoke and you're like, excuse me, please stop singing karaoke so I may sing a pirate song. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Milady, I'd like to sing a sea shanty. Oh my god. Some be- like, listen, bullying's bad. I don't want anyone to kill themselves. I just, but I think like white boys with a little too much confidence need to just be slammed into a locker. And a just single be- locker. Yeah, one be like, locker. no one gives a shit about your spreadsheet. It's weird. Put it in the Sanders platform. <laughs> Bully <laughs> all nerds once. <laughs> I do think there's this weird uh, superpower that happens when you're that like like uh, confident and nerdy, but like in your own bubble version of yourself, yeah. where you're like impenetrable. Yeah, because we know someone like that, and it's fucking weird. Uh, is it me? No, <laughs> because that's very much the type of teen I was. 
<laughs> that's true, but you also were like in a band. So. I know, yeah. but that's the thing is, it's all this like weird economics that you come up with in your head, where you're just like, well, if I'm the nerd at this school, but there are people around, like the, you know, Long Island, who think that like a nerdy guy in a band is cool, yeah. then I'll just go out there. <laughs> I don't have to be here, right? You know, and then it's you're just given this like unbelievable amount of power. <laughs> And then all your hair falls out, and then you're back yeah, to normal. I'm really curious about what happened to this person later in life. So there's there's two there's a spreadsheet kid, which was which was not the same one as Tail Kid. Okay, because Tail Kid, um, I don't I don't know what happened to him because I stopped going to that school after elementary school, and it was like a weird K through twelve Christian mm-hmm. school. I think oh, okay, so they all time. just stayed mm. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spreadsheet Kid went to a different school too because oh, okay. it was like there was like. They were, they were, they kind of like made a thing. It's like, oh yeah, we're for everyone, no matter how much money you have. And they're like, actually, we want to build a whole new school and charge like four times as much money. So <laughs> Spreadsheet Kid and I were like poor enough to like not make the cut to go <laughs> the next year. Um, but yeah, so he, man, I don't know what's up with him. I think he, I think he became a stoner for a while in high school. And okay. I hope that, okay, that, yeah. I hope that that fixed some things. But I, <laughs> Sometimes it does. Yeah. Nerd bullying is fascinating to me because yeah. I participated in that, as you know. Yeah. Once again, you give someone an iota of power, they just go mad. <laughs> I'll take yeah. it where I can fucking get it. I definitely did a fair amount of nerd bullying as well uh, because I was in. Um, did either of you do like text-based internet RPGs? No, I am familiar with them, but I do no, not do I, 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 that was too much for me. Listen, everybody who listens to this show knows that I am extremely online, and I have been for most of my life. Uh, I had internet before, like most people I know had internet, and I was going on these Angel Fire web pages that would be like Angel Fire slash Anime 2 slash DBZ RPG 54. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that's the actual URL. It's not there anymore because Angel Fire is gone. But... uh, they were these sites where, like, you would uh, you would go on them and you would apply to be a character. <laughs> oh! I'm pretty sure I was TN in the big one that I played. But then the whole game is just, like, on its face, the game is you battle over AIM, right? And you're like, right. I challenge Vegeta today. Uh-huh. A- and you get on AIM and you... you fight each other and the fighting is literally just being like I beam you hard <laughs> and then Vegeta being like cybering. no but I fucking I fucking dodged <laughs> you're like no you didn't the beam was so big <laughs> But the bullying comes in because, uh, once again, coming to this like this like weird economics of like being a young nerd. Like, once you realize that the person who knows the most about the show wins every fight, (laughs) you just realize like, oh, I can just like figure out which of these would reasonably be like the hardest to dodge, and then I learn those, and then I uh, and then because like the way that you score it then is you send like the whole transcript back to the moderator. And like the moderator then goes like, okay, that was fair. That was not. Okay. TN wins. And eventually I became like the king of this game. (laughs) As TN? As TN. I was the most powerful. I remember there was like, I bought like, there was like a a Cyberman army that was like, if you had like enough Senny, you could like 
get an army of Cybermen and they would uh, be on your side. But it was like an unattainable amount of money. The whole sure. point of it was it was built into the game to be like, nobody's ever going to get this. Right, right. But then I got it. Of course. And there was like this like really somber post on the homepage. that was like, folks, TN has an army now. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure they banned me from the game. For being wow. too powerful of a For TN. being too powerful. The closest I ever got to that was way wholesome, where like we ran a page where you could adopt birds, but there were pretend internet birds. Uh-huh. It was called Amazing Aves. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like... Aves? Made rules. <laughs> and you would have like... It'd be like... Yeah, I'd be like, Katie has a, a green... Uh, fucking conure or whatever and then you'd like go feed it and stuff and then they would interact and uh, that's it <laughs> did you run it or uh, I didn't run it but one of my friends did uh-huh. like middle school friends amazing I, aves yeah that's a great name it was great yeah, really funny. <laughs> do you have any like weird deeply internet-y things that you did oh man I mean we did a lot of just like harassing each other on like aim and like yahoo mail mm-hmm. where like mostly it would just consist of us just like writing all the swears that we had learned by that point to each other <laughs> and just these long like thousand word long like <laughs> yahoo mails to each other but i remember my dad was actually like a big usenet guy back in the day and what i remember usenet usenet wow. i don't know how you're supposed to say that like what is that it's like the old like mailing list thing oh, okay like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but yeah, he was on like alt folklore urban with like the Snopes guy who went off and started Snopes and like I was I was very impressed with that. And I was like, someday <laughs> I hope to be part of an online community <laughs> <laughs> and get to have online friends like that. And then you joined your first comedian Facebook group yeah. and you're like, you know what, never mind. This is not worth it. Oh my god. What what a cycle of life of Starting comedy, joining Facebook community group, watching the infighting happening, and then leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. It's it, wild. Even like an open mic Facebook group. You're like, right. no, I don't I don't think I need to be here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's like I just fin- I just finished a book on the IRA and it just feels very much like those splits that happen. Like there's Boston comedians <laughs> and then there's Boston comedians too. And then <laughs> the people who And the- one of them is Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They have different opinions on the armed struggle. (laughs) The funniest version of that that happened to me when I was living in Portland is this woman who ran an improv theater uh, who was trying to battle rumors that she is a huge sexist against women, which she was. Uh, Started a Facebook group called like Portland Women Comedians, like whatever. So it was like just like, you know, a community group. And then after a few months, like, she didn't like how some of the discussions were going where we're like, hey, this improv game you guys play is racist and uh, <laughs> things like that. She's like, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm starting a second group for people who are serious about comedy and about getting booking and stuff, as opposed to this group I started. And we're like, what? <laughs> it's like rule one must be serious about comedy. Rule two must be OK with our game. Zip zap offensive Asian accent. <laughs> uh, I believe the uh, I'm going to say this please. Politically correct as possible, but the mm-hmm. game was called Mentally Challenged Chinese Person. Oh, great. <laughs> and this is uh, 
that's the PC version of the title. <laughs> and everyone, wait, wait, wait. What percentage of that title was altered to be more PC? I, I can put it together in my head. <laughs> the Chinese part is fine. Okay. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> white people shouldn't be doing that. Sure. It's the the official title was Chinese Alex and Jeremy Problem Word. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. And and they were just like, when people brought this up to them, they were like, listen, it's, it's a perfectly reasonable game. They get defensive because you know how like Portland is like, a uh, on steroids version of this discourse you see between of like newly woke people where they're just like uh, they're just on level one so they're like they know that like sexism is bad mm-hmm. right and you shouldn't say the end bomb right. right but all the other nuances are not there yet right. yeah so when you're like hey you're uh improv theater that you built in a traditionally african-american community displacing homes and families and now you have this game called uh a slur <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't do that they're like oh, what uh, uh, uh. like they never directly right yeah anyway i you could can't... go on this topic forever yeah. because there's more <laughs> i started comedy in seattle so oh we can go we can talk about it all day all day <laughs> let's try to get back on track anime. a little bit here yeah, anime. anime so great so the bullying is done. You're now yeah. free. You're yeah. out of your Catholic school. You go right. to presumably a public school. Yes. Uh, what happens then? So I'm off anime for a while. Like, <laughs> like anime ended, ended with me when I left that school in sixth grade. Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> to I, be fair, it sounds like a traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. It was. There were there was more than one day I came back from recess crying because Tail Kids spent the whole recess <laughs> running away from me. And I just wanted to play Dragon Ball with them. Oh my god, that happened to me too. Oh my god. These two girls invented a game that I was not in on called Run Away from Katie. Yeah. It was they called it Run Away from David. <laughs> so you're off anime yeah, yeah. for a while. Uh but yeah, then I get back into like I was really into like Roroni Kenshin and mm-hmm. like all the other uh Ronin Warriors was like my favorite anime for Ronin a while. Ronin Warriors is so cool. It's so cool. They just like have armor and I tried to draw armor so much for so long and it Aww. never really clicked. Well, and it was cool too because they were like the they were like the more Japanese Power Rangers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I understand half of the Power Rangers show that we saw was, was Japanese, Japanese, but I mean like did you ever watch Running Warriors? Uh, a little bit, but I, I just don't really remember anything from it. So it's like the Power Rangers if they used only swords and they were all really sad all the time. Great, I love it. It's got that like great sort of like Gundam Wing quality to it, yeah. where like sad horny teens. Yeah, and you're oh, not yeah. totally sure why they're sad, and they're just <laughs> like why in the horny. rain, and they're just like, I just <sighs> this means so much to me to be a Ronin warrior with you. <laughs> I love that. I, I love too, man. Show. I listen. Feelings are so big, and they can crush you from the inside out. Yeah, like a black hole. And when you're a sexy teenager warrior, I imagine all the adrenaline just makes it worse. You know what I'm realizing is it's like um, that sort of like tendency within anime is a lot like that tattoo video. Oh, the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the things she said. Yeah. Where like when you were a kid, I don't know about you guys, that video was like so impactful to me. 
Because it's just like, sure, there's like these women who are kissing and like everyone's like, you just love it because the women are kissing. You're like, they're also crying in the rain a lot. (laughs) And it's really emotional. (laughs) Yeah. And like, we don't know if they'll be accepted or their country will start a genocide on their people. All right, so what else? Let's, yeah, so let's get, get through some bangers before yeah, we get yeah, into the yeah, episode. Yeah. Worries, uh, and then, like modern day, I, I became obsessed with Attack on Titan, and then the thing came out where he said the thing that might be anti-Semitic, and I'm still reading it because I just need to get to the end. Here's the thing, you guys: uh, anti-Semitism is bad, but anime is made by insane people <laughs> so you're gonna have to pick one are you are you gonna just suck it up with anti-semitism or pedophilia like just fucking i'm sorry it's just the truth like yeah it is or blackface weird that we, like, like it's just like you know it's just gonna be one of right. them we've made like a lot of jokes about like the anti-semitism of of uh, attack on titan but you're right that there is something funny about the fact that we're like so ready to rip on that but then like we watched fucking Ranma half and like it's at the beginning they're like hi I'm 14 and then like two minutes later her shirt is off and you're like well I guess I'm okay with what's happening. Yeah. I, look, I'm not saying like all this stuff is good. I'm just saying like I, we were talking before the show. It's like if you're gonna consume mass media, right? You're just gonna have to pick your fights sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. just I need to be able to watch horny bullshit. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna watch Oran High School Host Club, and yeah, there's a lot of problems in there but i also really want to see them almost kiss so whatever there's no perfectly woke product no no and because it's a product yeah man yeah man anyways fuck capitalism you know yeah Uh, this is our fucking podcast (laughs) listen azalea banks has made a lot of comments about hating on jews but that doesn't mean that her songs aren't bangers is that true she's just kind of she's like very conspiracy theory right like she also just spits it at everyone she's like just having a real alex jones zone except with better beats so i'm like you know what (laughs) whatever alex jones's beats blow (laughs) (laughs) um all right should we uh get in the episode i guess and that's when everyone fell off of a cliff and if you're having a hard time picturing that oh didn't see you there I'm Dan Carlin from Hard Dan History's Hard Dan Time. And I'd like to tell you about a little one of my friends in my little podcast lists. I only listen to the most intense podcasts. Podcasts that make you wonder, what am I doing in the morning? What am I getting up for? Maybe my religion is a lie. Well, I've got one for you. How about the Ballin' Out Super Podcast? You can buy one of their shirts in the store. You can subscribe to their Patreon content. There's some great stuff on there. And then you can hit the subscribe button, and you can do it again. And after you hit it a second time, you do it again. And you sell everyone you see into slavery. That's my plug for the podcast. Dan Carlin, from Mike's Hard Dan History. The title of this episode is Frieza and Frost. Conjoined Malice. Come see my fucking thrash metal band, Conjoined Malice. We're playing with Fetal Fucker 
and 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 Justine. <laughs> the one solo artist who's on the grindcore show. We're playing at my buddy Steve's basement. Uh, edge only, but you can drink in the garage. <laughs> Also, conjoined, there's that one set of conjoined twins that are always on, like, ABC and stuff that you always saw growing up. Yeah. And, like, what are they up to? <laughs> you know? What's it's going di- on with them? I hope is they're it, okay. I hope they're okay. I think, like, one of them is maybe famous and, the like, and does, like... What? How is here- one of them famous? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's like... <laughs> One of them is good at Twitter and the other one is. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think like one of them is like very into like talking about the experience as like a way of like oh, okay, as, yeah. as like a thing. And the other one just kinda is more private, but like obviously any TV appearance, they don't really have a whole lot of choice about who shows up to that. Do they make two wages? I don't Probably, yeah, because they're they're two separate people. They're yeah. just attached. So it must be really hard to get a job. Yeah, because you got to like convince them that they have to hire two people for the position. Right. Yeah, but also, I mean, the the discriminatory lawsuit is. Oh yeah, if they say right. no at all, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's right there. Could you imagine the HR person? <laughs> you're just, just like, <laughs> sitting down to interview somebody, and then the two of them walk in, and, and you're just like, just like oh fuck. fuck, god damn it. <laughs> Okay, let's get into the episode. We open up, and uh, hey guys, Goku's here still, uh, and he's fighting the big mm. the big girl with the magical powers, and she says, I'm gonna beat your ass with love! And she and shoots she, she makes a big heart, and then she makes a little heart with her hands, uh, MySpace 2007 style, yep. and <laughs> shoots a beam out of it it's uh called pretty cannon well but then she switches to pretty machine gun (laughs) pretty machine gun and uh i guess it's also side effects are supposed to make you horny and everyone's like i don't know if that's gonna work on goku (laughs) goku was chemically castrated by his government (laughs) it's not even that it's just like you know, we make a lot of jokes about him being cell or incel. I think, like, really what it is, is there's just some people out there that uh, they're not necessarily asexual because that's, like, a rightful, you know, identity. It's mm-hmm. more just, like, mm-hmm. these dudes who just walk around and you try to hit on them and then you realize halfway through that they want to fuck a train. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're just kind of like, like, what are you into? And they have, like, no interest in you as a human, like, True. even just, like, in a platonic level. But then yeah. they, like, go see some barbells or, like, a big buck hunter, and then they get all excited. And you're yeah. like, oh, you really want to, like, make love to the Terminator 2 pinball table? <laughs> and you know what? That's fine. I just need them to, like, stop wasting my time. I think it's because I'm shining, when I wear my makeup, I, right. I I have a sheen to me. Yeah, you almost look like a pinball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's been my problem the whole time. You've been styling yourself too much like a pinball. I look too much. I look too much like a remote control car. <laughs> or a radio you could take apart. <laughs> 
you know what? My brain is like so broken today. I just need to put that out there. It's very yeah. broken. I honestly think that like going like if I went back and listened to episodes we've made in the past, I think you would probably hear us progressively getting dumber as the <laughs> yeah. show goes. Oh, I am a hundred percent becoming more stupid. <laughs> reached out to my friend uh, uh, Eric uh, the other day, aka DJ Action Report, for the fans that know that shit. Um, and we grew up together. He has like so many degrees. He has like a master's. He's like in school, like very smart person. And I'm like, Eric, I haven't read a book in two years. <laughs> 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 I keep starting them because I'm like, I'm like, you know what? This is going to be the week that I decide that I'm going to be smart again. Gonna, That's not yeah, true. And then I read guy. the first 10 pages of the reactionary mind, and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. That's I'm not bored. true. I do read books, but they're all like, hey, what about occultism and 70s rock and roll? <laughs> you ever wonder about Canadian horror? Here's a pamphlet. Like, it's all like just, I'm just like making myself dumber. I know so much about anime and wrestling. <laughs> And fucking James Hetfield. <laughs> I am 14 now. And I, when I was like a teen, I was a very serious teenager. Oh, yeah. All right. The Pride Troopers. <laughs> They're here. Uh, we get a shot of top punching tiny Saiyan Vegeta. Oh, Kaba. Yes. Yeah. We're like, oh, they're here. And it's a cool punch. He gets some of the his big stupid fists. Yeah. We're just kind of like in a ketchup montage. Like, yeah. Letting you know who's in town. Uh, Frieza shows up and he's like, I want another playmate at this sex party. And you're like, you have bad boundaries. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking during that little montage too that I really appreciate that like we're at a point now in the tournament it feels like where they've like drilled down to if not like the ones that you like at least the ones that you like and the ones that have an interesting thing going on. Yeah. You know, there's no more like, I'm another robot, you know, well, I'm, although we do actually see another I robot, was about at to least say, he looks like Wally. Literally in yeah. the next shot, a thing that looks like Wally blasts Gohan. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking no more robots. I hate Dragon Ball robots. They're no good. I love an android, it turns out. Android's good. Robot's bad. Yeah, put skin over the fucking robot. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that's true in general. I love Data from Star Trek, but you know what? C-3PO is a fucking homophobic representation of a robot. <laughs> Katie's Corner. <laughs> C-3PO, dog. <laughs> he's, he's bringing the culture down. <laughs> uh. Uh, fuck Star Wars. Okay. Uh, it's dumb. I don't like it. Okay. Shoot a fucking beam, Shoot a beam. <laughs> you fucking loser. Learn to do a Kamehameha. <laughs> We're dumb today, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, dude. Oh, I'm here for it. I I physically cannot read anymore. Like <laughs> I said that I read that IRA book. I listened to it. It counts. It counts. It counts. Uh, yeah, Gohan gets blasted by Wally, and then uh, Gohan goes to look for Piccolo, and then all of a sudden it's Uncle Purple Jimmy. Yes. You remember Purple Jimmy? Purple he Jimmy. was from 
the pretty girl universe where he's like, white knight, bright light, let's go. Yes. Saving that my was his thing. I was thinking. Saving my maidens. <laughs> What's up, maidens? Men, am I right? <laughs> They're the worst. But also, if you do not fuck me next week, I will shoot you. <laughs> it's me, the purple reply guy. Here to show up in your mention saying things like, it's me. <laughs> And your joke, but written less funny, oh, word gosh. for word. Wouldn't it be funny if your joke didn't have a joke in it? Yeah. Or also, I'm just going to take your joke at face value and say some facts. <laughs> Is that fuck a train guy again? Oh my God, probably. New enemy. <laughs> mind fuck a train guy i do mind uh your joke back to your face guy yeah that shit yeah. sucks he's the ultimate villain in my my rogues gallery <laughs> truly needs to be destroyed <laughs> once and for all <laughs> uh but yeah so uh purple jimmy is back you may remember him from a few episodes ago when we said he looks like the singer from live <laughs> I don't remember that riff. Looks, that's how we started singing that song, and we still know. haven't stopped. It's poisoned me. Oh, man, back again. We tried, when you got hung over, we were talking about going to karaoke, because I feel like Alex was just trying to wring it out of us, so we stopped doing it on the podcast. <laughs> Guess, to cleanse it. Yeah. You can't cleanse karaoke out of me. I'm a white woman from Long Island. <laughs> I'm a purple, bald-headed reply guy. (laughs) 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 They do a kung fu knuckle pose at each other. What's going to happen? Jimmy, purple Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Purple Jimmy. Purple Jimmy. Purple Jimmy does some <laughs> instant transmissions. He's all over the place. Fuck, look at him go. <laughs> but, like, I've definitely seen Gohan transmit that fast in, like, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Like, yeah. they, they, oh, man. They have a move that's basically the same, and right. Frieza does it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a move where they just do that, right. and then one time Goku came back and put his finger on his head before he did it, and you're right. like, okay, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> You've done... <laughs> Well, I mean, I thought... Are you feeling empathy for your bullies now? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, this is infuriating. (laughs) Yeah, this would drive me to bully teens. Oh, sorry. I just got a gossip text message. It's more interesting than this. Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, Yeah. And then Krillin being like, I got to talk or I don't get paid this episode. (laughs) He's like, he's going for Gohan's blonde spots, and uh, there's no time for this shit. And the uh, purple Jimmy just blasts the shit out of him, and they're like, oh, he's so strong. And he just fucking, he's about to blast Gohan to death. He has him in the execution position. Yep. And you're like, here we go. (laughs) And then, no, it's Frieza. Now, when Frieza appears... The most magnificent Frieza moment I've ever seen happens, which right before he jumps in front of Gohan, he goes, ah! <laughs> I don't know if it's like this in the dub. For, for dub-only people, we watched this early. But yeah, in the Japanese version, he goes, <laughs> Yeah, it's a real, like, welcome to the jungle, baby moment. <laughs> you gotta... 
Empire. We got common beans. <laughs> Welcome to the Novoi. We got color beans. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. We're we're dying. Send help. <laughs> this is the dumbest episode. Maybe it's good Alex isn't here. <laughs> the only way he would fit in if he'd be wearing a tank top. Okay, like look. Yeah, he, uh, he's like, looks like you're having trouble with that Saiyan. Uh, I uh, look like you're having trouble with Purple Jimmy. You weak ass race. <laughs> you weak ass warrior race. You can't handle shit. You can't even handle Purple Jimmy. <laughs> so in this point in Frieza's arc, I feel like he's gone from being like the outwardly racist, like uh, 1950s Southern governor to now being like the like slightly coded racist uh, 1970s Southern governor. <laughs> yeah. He's he had his own Southern strategy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, listen, we would let you into the schools, but you're just weak. Yeah, sorry, we don't have the money to bus you in. <laughs> then Frieza just smiles knowingly, and even the peanut gallery is like, damn, that dude is twisted. Yeah, he's up to something. What's he doing? They're like, oh no, he's gonna beat up Gohan. And then they're all like, why did we put Gohan in charge? He has so many problems. <laughs> he really doesn't have the self-confidence to be group leader. <laughs> And then Purple Jimmy is like, it appears you do not have a beautiful soul. <laughs> Best <laughs> to, line of the episode. I really hope that makes it to the dub. Face, which I feel like um, it's been a long time, Jeremy, before you've been to trenches. But there's this like genre of like white yogi dude mm-hmm. who like to try and fuck you. They'll be like neg you, but like in a namaste ass way. <laughs> so when I'm like, I'm sorry, Skylar, you know, I just really don't appreciate how you don't tell your partners about each other. I think it's really toxic. They'll be like, it appears you don't have a beautiful soul. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking neg Namaste. <laughs> That's number two villain in my rogues calories. <laughs> Avengers is gonna be lit. <laughs> uh, and then uh Gohan's like, no, I wanna fight Purple Jimmy. So Frieza jumps out of it and he's like, Oh, you abandon your friend, fake friends, hashtag. And, and then Jimmy and, and Gohan do fisties punchies. Once again, Purple Jimmy's like, I got a big blast in my pocket just for you. And then Frieza's like, gotcha. And we're like, I thought you left. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Frieza just, you know, he says he wants one thing, but he is showing another. Um, Wait, so when is the reveal? Now. <laughs> so after he does that, he uh he yeah, because it looks like he's about to execute uh Gohan and then Frieza blasts the things out of his hand and uh Frieza fucks up purple Jimmy, he wraps him up in the tail, he chokes him out like a snake, 
blasts him in the face, and he's like, don't worry, I didn't hit any vital organs. And then kicks him <laughs> off the side of the level. And they're like, here's your dumbass friend. Get out of my bar. And he even says, like, uh, you know, I didn't fucking kill him, but, like, whatever happens to him after he's off the level is none of my business. And I really was hoping that he would die when he fell off, because that would be yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, and then uh, the Cleopatra destroyer is like, He's so disgusting. I'm like, yeah, he is. <laughs> and then, you know, Frieza's like, you should have gone Super Saiyan, you dirty monkey bitch. Like, <laughs> you can't handle anything. And he's like, well, and that's when Frost shows up and he's like, good job, senpai. <laughs> and he's like, that's right. Me and this smaller version of me, we're friends and we're going to kill you all because I, Frieza, I'm going to last to the end and then I'll get the super dragon balls and make a wish and I'll be a god or something or no, taller. to kill to god. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> to kill. I am fully team Frieza now. <laughs> He's Honestly, so cool. <laughs> no yeah. gods, no masters. Yeah. Frieza, Trent Reznor. <laughs> uh, oh man, if they did that, um, uh, what's the fuck me like an animal song? Closer. closer, closer. If they did the closer beat as he was just like beating the shit out of Purple Jimmy, <laughs> I would get turned on and we'd all have to leave. <laughs> yeah, and Frost is like, I can handle that half dead Saiyan. He's like, we can do it together because we're friends now. And then Frost is like, prove to me, Frieza, that you mean business. And he's like, okie dokie. And he starts wailing on Gohan. And everyone's like, oh, this genocidal maniac has turned on us. What a shocking turn of events. <laughs> yeah, big, big double cross there. Yeah. The cycle of abuse. It never ends unless you take me out of it. <laughs> for, for the listeners at home. <laughs> I just realized I can't. For the listeners at home, Katie was doing a singy bit and pantomimed a microphone next to the microphone she was holding in her hand, which need I remind you, you need to <laughs> speak into. I have multiple mics. You don't see this microphone I keep in my pocket? It's bedazzled. I realized as I was doing it, I'm like, oh, you guys can't hear me singing into my pretend microphone. I actually am a really fun person to date because if you get me drunk, you will learn about two mics. <laughs> in which I bring out my two imaginary mics and I start singing in them in two different voices. And uh, you know what? It's so fun being a manic, mentally ill pixie woman <laughs> um so he beats the shit out of gohan and champa's cheering he's like yeah beat his ass i don't care whose team yeah, you're kick on kick his ass kick his ass then gohan goes mystic i guess yeah, they should have so, made yeah. that more obvious and he goes show me your true power and then it rains golden piss mm. Mm. Golden Piss Frieza. Love it. His transformation is so fun, too. Yeah, yeah. and it has that, like, Akira yeah. music where it's like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And he, like, does this, like, cool, like, he does sort of like a T-pose, but it's, like, really more of, like, a, like, Christ-like sort right. of <laughs> vision of a man. And then, like, it does this weird, like, what like the vertigo effect where it's like the camera's flipping over yeah, him yeah. as he turns and like just turns gold. It's amazing. Yeah, it's real good. I'm standing freeze a hard right now, dude. <laughs> I'm like on. I'm 
always Team Frieza. Team Frieza all he's the way, guys. He's my favorite genocidal maniac. I hope he wins. I hope he's the last one in, and I hope he kills God. I think that would be so nice for <laughs> kills him. Kills God, Goku. <laughs> Just puts him all out of their misery. He lines up fucking Toriyama, and he's like, you're free now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's a, a wish that the Super Dragon Ball, uh, Super Shenron, whatever he's called, could, could do is just like, kill everybody but me. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, real, are you afraid? The universe alone. <laughs> real Twilight Zone hours. Just learning to like, do th- those crochet things. <laughs> anyway, Golden Piss Frieza knocks out Gohan and then he goes back to normal and then uh, Frost is like, Damn, that was cool. Can can you show me? And he's like, you can't go golden because you're real amateur hour. But look, you can get all muscly. And he may, he gets all pumped up. And then Frost gets all pumped up. And he's like, also, you're a dumb bitch. And blasts him <laughs> off the side of the level. Side. <laughs> it was so good. He's like, you trusted me? <laughs> Abusers never change their stripes. They're always the same person. Just because the special light's shining on you doesn't mean they'll take it away. <laughs> you guys learning lessons? <laughs> if I sing it, is it nicer or scary? <laughs> uh, yeah, so he blasts Freeze off the level and he's like, ha you're dumb. <laughs> you're a real amateur. And Frost is like, fuck. And he goes to beam him to death and Zenos are like, hi, remember me? God. And just erases him from a universe so cool it was, was so um, cool it was really cool <laughs> yeah he just that's why i the zeno's baby thing is a little annoying like i'm a little baby but it is cool that they just straight up kill people yeah <laughs> they're the only uh actual threat i've ever seen in yeah. this show and, yes. and it's not like a like you know getting shot through raditz's torso whatever sort of thing where like you get the dragon balls or whatever like dead forever yeah dead forever in like a white mist and just immediate <laughs> too with like right. out warning they just yeah. snap their hands and they're like no shooting from the outside and they're all like okay they're like, if it happens again we'll destroy all of you yeah it's like we don't need multiple cat characters who's got time for that uh and then it's like see we were just playing like gohan's like i'm so smart that i realized his punches were like kisses (laughs) we're just playing we were just playing it's just a joke and uh then uh then there's like, oh, Go- Goku's still here. Yeah, they reiterate what happened a couple of times. Right. They're like, if if Gohan didn't figure it out, I think Frieza would have turned. Even though Frieza said that, he right. said that out loud. We we know. Yeah, and then they're like, well, Gohan, uh, Goku's still fighting this big lady blasting love beams that don't work on his train dick. What's gonna happen? <laughs> what happens next week on Dragon Ball Super? And that's it. And that's the episode. <laughs> All right, let's rate the episode. And I get the feeling we're not going to have time for an email and get out of here. So, out of seven Dragon Balls, David. Oh, hard seven. Yeah. This was everything I wanted. Seven. Everything you want from this fucking franchise. Yeah. Seven <laughs> Dragon Balls. Okay. So, no. uh, <laughs> who's going to do it? I'll, okay. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, Katie, wait. We're in the middle of recording. That's really I unprofessional. I, you know what? I have a small bladder and a UTI, so fuck you.
Arise, Shenron, maybe? Hello! <laughs> it is me! Uh, A big Katie. <laughs> it's me, big long Katie. <laughs> I'm like that Furby that they made really long. <laughs> Shenron and little Shenrons. You got all sorts of dragons, but sometimes you just need to pack out the background. And uh, accidentally, the camera lingers on one of you for too long. <laughs> oh no, it's off model. It's Big Katie. <laughs> so, Big Katie, uh, we've all really enjoyed this episode of uh, Dragon Ball Super. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And our our friend uh, David is going to make three whole wishes three from wishes. Big Long Katie. <laughs> I'm big and long! <laughs> Man, I hope regular Katie gets back from the bathroom. She'll be a while. She drank a lot at brunch. <laughs> First wish, kill God. Make it so no one has to get bullied about Dragon Ball at a private Christian school again. You get me closer to God? Not anymore! <laughs> You're dead! <laughs> I'm putting God in the cancel book. Open close, God. <laughs> Second wish, uh, the I want the respect of my former bullies now. Oh man, they're all on Facebook shedding a single tear at your cool life. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all looking at their Facebook pages just like, wow, he does comedy and writes for the hard times? Dude, I love the hard times. They love it. They I wish- saw that one that Kyle Irf wrote. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every so. time. <laughs> Like, did you do that? No. <laughs> I know him now. <laughs> All right, third wish. The third wish. Uh, I wish that I had uh, a single cooler jacket than I have now. I want it more. Style wise or weight? <laughs> Just style wise and probably also weight. Guess what? Big Long Katie has a big long list of really cool Instagram streetwear brands. <laughs> wish granted. Now I also have to pee. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, goodbye, Big Long Katie. You know, I really thought she was going to give you a big, long coat like a duster. (laughs) I thought that's where that was going. That's not a cool coat. Oh, Big Long Katie, you're still there. I'm going. Oh, wait. Now it's regular Katie. (laughs) All right, plugs. Man, uh, I'm on Twitter, David underscore D underscore Tyler. Just a lot of special characters. That makes it harder to guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's real difficult for him to follow me. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the only yeah, that's the only thing. I'm on I'm on Twitter, I write for the hard times, the hardtimes.net slash author slash David dash Tyler. Also hard are. to do. <laughs> so hard to do. So many special characters. <laughs> Katie. You can find me at Twitter at, at Katie Rose or on Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. And uh, I guess we're watching some kind of monster next week. So uh, where is that happening? I forgot. Uh, Arrogant swine? It's at a barbecue place. I will be eating pulled pork. Those arrogant swine. In my belly. We're going (laughs) to... Just do a fat bastard boy. Yeah, I did. I did. You know what? Fuck you. I did. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Podmas the Cast Night. Uh, we just talked to Spider One. <laughs> <laughs> Come-
come to the show at Arrogant Swine. It'll be on our Twitters, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super.